Welcome to Monday Morning Coffee, the motivating operation to start your week. Hey guys, welcome to the second episode of Monday Morning Coffee. We are so excited you're joining us. On this week's episode, we reflect on our past experiences and write a letter to our past self on things we wish we knew during our first year in the field. So after our last podcast, we both separately wrote a letter that, to ourselves that we're going to share with you today. So, Natalie, do you want to go first? (laughs) (laughs) Of course. All right, you guys. Dear first year Nat, as you embark on this journey, there are a few things I want you to keep in mind. There are going to be uncomfortable moments. Always exercise your voice and philosophic doubt. Advocate for yourself and clients. Speak up if something does not look or feel right. Remember to always do your best and remind yourself of that during trying times. It is okay to take a break. Normalize self-care. In order to show up every day for your clients, you have to ensure that you are first caring for yourself. In the beginning, it may be difficult to accept that there are a lot of things you don't know. Don't take things personal. And remember that each of these experiences will shape you into your future self. Don't try to press fast forward. If anything, press pause. And at the end of each day, reflect. It's easy to get lost in field hours, supervision, registering for classes, or counting down the days until you'll sit for your board exam. Take it all in. You'll be there before you know it. With lots of love, your future self, Natalie Odio, BCBA. Love. (laughs) Thank you. I'm excited to hear yours. Go, 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 go. (laughs) Okay, here we go. (laughs) Dear first year Christina, welcome to a life-changing year. You're starting something that you're going to be so passionate about for years to come. ABA will challenge you, surprise you, make you cry at times, and make you smile your biggest smiles. Here are some tips from your future self. Don't be afraid to make mistakes. You will make them anyways, and it's the only way you will grow. Speak up. If you think something is wrong, if an intervention or strategy is not working, if you are not being treated correctly by a supervisor or coworker, speak up. Remember, you have great ideas too. Ask questions. Never be afraid to ask questions and have philosophical doubt. Research, 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 then research again. Spend lots, spend lots of time reading those research articles, girl. Ask how to talk to parents, caregivers, and teachers. Have your supervisor model it for you. Watch and learn. Imitate correct supervision methods and forgive yourself for times you did not know and for things you did not know. You are new and still learning. Before you know it, you'll be an analyst yourself. It will be a long journey, but one of the best journeys of your life so far. Always believe in yourself. The best is yet to come. Love always your future self, board certified assistant behavior analyst. Wow. How amazing and so emotional. Yeah, super cathartic. Yeah, I think, at least for me, I was super emotional the first time I read it back because there are very few times where I've reflected on this entire journey Mm -hmm. and we're trying to fast forward to the next step in our careers. Yes. And looking back and thinking, oh my goodness, right? Like Mm -hmm. I wish someone would have told me all these things. And how often do you hear that? Oh, I wish someone told me, or I wish I had known. Yeah. 
Definitely today uh, when I was reading that for the first time to you, just to hear your thoughts, mm -hmm. I just thought back of my journey. And I guess in this field, we get a lot of constructive criticism, mm -hmm. which is great. I mean, that's why I love being in this field, because I'm always being told what I maybe I should do or things that will make uh, progress better. Yeah, we're always evolving. Right. But I also believe that we don't really take a step back and say, hey, you've come a long way. Mm -hmm. This is really hard. You worked and did a thousand supervision hours plus your degree, plus studying for the exam. And you're here and you made it. And um, it's just crazy to think that a span of six years of my life has been spent in this career. And it's nice to just sit back and think, wow, you know, I made it. I made it to this journey. And of course, I'm not done yet. I'm mm -hmm. about to start school again. Ooh, how for, exciting. Yeah, for grad school. But I mean, for you, when you read um, Counting Down the Days to your exam, it just brought me back to when we were studying for our exam together mm -hmm. just like two and a half years ago, I yep. think. And just spending those hours in Barnes and Noble and all that stuff. And it, it's true, we would just count down the days till we took that exam, so scared. And now you're a BCBA and mm -hmm. you're a supervisor in a clinic. It's just so crazy. So I'm glad we took this time to reflect um, on how far we've come. Yeah, it was, it was a really amazing process. And I'm also glad that we're able to share our experiences and our tips for other people in the field. Because as we said in our first episode, ABA is super hard. Your first year, you're learning a whole new science. Like, you don't really know what's going on sometimes. I mean, I remember the first three months. <laughs> it's always the hardest. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I remember my first day. I was, like, texting my supervisor. Are you coming to the session? And I was yeah. so dependent on her. Yeah. And because I really didn't know what to expect. And I was so dependent on that information. Or it's okay. Or, oh, yeah, my first day. Or hearing those experiences from other people. Right. And very quickly, she faded out. And I was on my own. Right. And which is where a lot of these notes came from and bullet points of what I wish someone had told me or things I would have stopped and pressed the pause button and right. just reflected on. Yeah, I, honestly, it makes me think of, uh, you know, when you just get out of like a really long relationship, <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, you're in college and maybe you're working a part-time job at the mall or Publix, which is where I was at. Um, and that was my long-term relationship. And that was easy, right? I was a cashier. I didn't really need to think a lot while I was at my day job. And, you know, I started a new job in this field. And the first three months, you know, you're kind of like dating the person mm -hmm. and you're dating the job and you're trying to see if you like them or not. And a lot of people don't make it. They do not make it in this relationship if we think about it. So kudos to everybody that's made it super far. They're still in their first year. Maybe they're in their first six months, like, you can do it, you know. Um, of course, for some people, it's not for them, and that's okay. But I think for some people that really love applied behavior analysis and want to stay in the field, some days can be super hard. So I'm hoping that this podcast and this episode can really help you um, in that first year. Yeah, I remember when I was training at my first therapy job as a behavior therapist, in my a training class, there was about 20 of us. And towards the end, when we came back for our, like continuing education meeting or like a training, there was like three of us. <laughs> yeah. So I know what it's like to start in the field and 
having people say that this isn't for them, Mm -hmm. but we wanted to do this for those people who had they had someone talk Mm -hmm. to them or had they had a support system, they would have still been in the field. Right. Exactly. And I think we should dive into some of the tips that we talked about. That's a really good idea. Um, I'll go first if you want. One of the first things that I had mentioned was advocating um, for yourself, for your client, and always exercising philosophic doubt. And when we discuss that, we're not saying that it should come from a place of like malice where you're constantly questioning your supervisor, but you should know what's going on. And maybe there's a better way. And you just questioning or, hey, where did that come from? Or why is this the best method? Mm -hmm. Maybe even then that would then have your, your supervisor be like, wow, maybe there is something better mm-hmm. or who knows, or at least, you know, why it's being implemented. You should never feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I remember when I first started, I had a lot of uncomfortable moments and I would go home and I would reflect and I would be like, I don't know if that was okay or not. Mm-hmm. And I never said anything because at the end of the day, in that moment, I was like, I'm a therapist. Mm-hmm. This is my first year. She's a BCBA. She's my supervisor. Mm-hmm. You know, You're scared. Wh- yeah. Why yeah. would she tell me to do something that's not correct? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. But that's not always the case. Always. It's a great point that you just made. I always tell my supervisees, uh, when you're getting supervision, you should never be scared. Mm-hmm. In fact, you should be excited. Mm-hmm. When, I, when I get supervised, <laughs> I'm excited. If they text me, hey, I'm coming today, or hey, I'm doing telehealth, I'm like, cool, great, sounds good. I'm asking them questions because I want to know they are there for you yep. and the progress of the client. Um, that makes a great point because, like I said, I also agree. Ask a lot of questions. Don't be afraid to make mistakes. They're going to happen. But again, Sometimes when you're the main therapist with a client, you know them the best. So I guess my tip or advice to you would just be ask your supervisor, say, hey, you know what? I've been trying this intervention and it's it's really hard. It's, it has not been working for the past three or three weeks. I'm getting way more behaviors. Um, you know, why isn't this working? Can we try something else? Am I doing something correctly? And just question it. Don't always think that what the supervisor says is Bible. That is not having philosophical doubt. This is a science. We need to question it. And of course, it always goes back to delivery. But like we said, question. And you know what? If you're coming from a good place and you're coming from intent, supervisors are going to know that. Yep. Whether you make a mistake and maybe say it in a rude way because you're frustrated (laughs) or not. But supervisors know that, you know. So I definitely agree with there. Um, I just want to talk about also the research part Mm -hmm. that's super important. And then I want to mention for me, asking supervisors to model how to talk to parents, caregivers, and teachers was very big for me. One, because when I started out, I was very young. I think I was 22 or 23 (laughs) years old. So number one, I'm young. Number two, I look younger. So it's very hard for these people to trust me in what I'm doing, especially if I'm new. So that's just another tip I just want to put out there. Yeah, I think that's great. I know that at least for in my experience and as a BCBA now and a supervisor, a lot of of who I am today was molded by previous supervisors. Definitely. Right? Either the good that I took in or the things that I saw that I didn't want to imitate, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that's really important to observe, right? Mm-hmm. The things that you see and take in what you really really like. Mm-hmm. And give feedback. If there's something that you don't, communicate, communicate, communicate. Mm-hmm. Um, a point that I really wanted to mention, which is really big for me, is self-care. Yes. I think it's not normalized 
right? Yes. I think that if someone says that they're not feeling well, and if it's not something that is overt that someone can see, then it's kind of looked down upon and you shouldn't be taking time off. And I disagree. I definitely think that in order for us to show up every day and be our best self for our clients, mm-hmm. we need to be okay. Mm-hmm. And it is okay. Communicate that. Say, mm-hmm. I need a mental health day mm-hmm. and take it off and reset, refresh and come back even better. I don't know how many times I was scared to take a time time off or mm-hmm. communicate that to my supervisor since there was nothing physically wrong with me. Right. And I would go to session and I would push through. And at the end of the day, I don't know if I was even beneficial to the session because I wasn't my 100% self. Definitely. And I agree with that because if you think about it, you're new to the field, you're new to this whole field of science. So not only maybe are you having a lot of self-doubt, but you could be having anxiety, Mm -hmm. things, of course, that are not seen, um, that we don't talk a lot about in our field, but... Uh, we do need to normalize self-care. Well, that was really good, Christina. I'm glad that we held it together and we're able to convey our letters to everybody who's listening to this right now. Mm -hmm. We wanted to invite you guys to do the same. So here at Monday Morning Coffee, we always want to ensure we're paying it forward. So we invite you to write a letter to your first year self and share it with someone who is currently in their first year. So we want you to tag us on Instagram to show us your letters at Onward Behavior. Make sure to hit that subscribe button and we will see you next week. Until next time, keep moving onward and pay it forward.